Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. Looking at the defensive end of the football, I didn't want to be like you knuckleheads. I didn't want to pick offensive guys. I picked Alandon Roberts. I think we are underrating what Alandon Roberts meant to this defense. Not only did he tackle a dude through another dude, a dude who ended up becoming a member of the Miami Dolphins, and that was pretty awkward, um, but this was like Brian Flores on the field. I know, uh, you know, sitting here now, we're saying, like, we hate Brian Flores, you know, everything was miserable under him. Dude knew what he was talking about when it came to defense. He was an absolute stud of a defensive coordinator, and I just thought Alandon Roberts was, had that same energy. This is someone who played 17 games in two straight seasons. He had a career-high 95 tackles last year, 77 in 2021. The thing that interests me most about Alandon Roberts, and you can even include Jerome Baker in this conversation, Alandon Roberts, I believe his previous career high in sacks was two. He doubled that. He was at 4.5 last year. This is a defense that really thrived when they had blitzing middle linebackers. You look at Jerome Baker, you look at Alandon Roberts, you go on PFF, they were two of the best pass rushing linebackers in the entire NFL. Now, I don't think he'll have to do that. He'd have to do that in Vic Fangio's defense. But I think we're even underrating the flexibility that Alandon Roberts can have. In 2021, he was used in coverage quite a bit. He had three passes defended. He also had a lone, his lone career interception for a pick six. Gentlemen, Merrick, you better stop typing right now. I see you. Who was that pick six against? Do you guys remember? 2021? No idea. I was going to say Herbert, but I don't even think they played the the Chargers. 82-yard pick six by Landon Roberts. This is not real. (laughs) I'm going to guess you just made that up. Maybe the you Raiders. were on the YouTube simulation. <laughs> yeah, it was right after Durham Swift caught his third touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> no, he against the Raiders. I don't know why this skipped my mind in 2021. Pick six against their car. That it was like early October, I think it was. I have zero recollection. It was of the that. Fitz man. I, I don't either, and I bet if you go to my uh, Twitter, I probably have the video on there too. <laughs> But I think that kind of speaks to the point of, I, I think we might have undervalued what Alandon Roberts meant. This dude was so much fun on this defense. He was that guy in the huddle where I think if things were going wrong, he's someone you could look at as an eight-year vet and say, everything's okay, we'll figure it out. Now, we look at, okay, what are the Dolphins going to do different? We've seen the signings, David Long Jr. We've seen the depth in terms of, hey, Andrew Van Ginkle, can you play linebacker? But... This is going to be kind of a weird take because I think the addition of Jalen Ramsey kind of covers up for Landon Roberts. Not only is it, you know, including someone physical in the box, but I think just adding that veteran, I, I wondered how the Dolphins could have replaced Landon Roberts as just that face of the defense. X hasn't always been the biggest talker, even though he is the best player on the defense. Christian Wilkins talks a bunch after the ball is snapped. I don't know if he does before, but Landon Roberts just seemed like that dude that captained the defense. Bringing in Jalen Ramsey, an all-pro vet, I think it kind of negates the idea of um, we're losing that veteran presence. But I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on, now that you knew that Landon Roberts caught a pick six, I- I'd like to get your thoughts on and what you think the Dolphins are doing to replace Roberts and, and maybe where they might have missed. So, uh, you know, David Long's in here. He's already battling a hamstring injury, which means that's probably going to linger. Those soft tissue issues, those linger, uh, and they rear their ugly heads throughout the season. 
I like the idea of Andrew Van Ginkle transitioning to this inside linebacker role because I like the idea of Andrew Van Ginkle on the field more. It always felt like whenever Andrew Van Ginkle got his snaps, he made something happen. There was always there was always a, a, a big sack or a big turnover or a forced fumble, you know, uh, something like that, you know, even even touchdowns in, in his past here. I like the idea of Andrew Van Ginkle on the field more. I like the idea of him as a cerebral guy playing under Vic Fangio. And I think he'll be able to fill that role adequately uh, and maybe even excel in that role uh, again under Vic Fangio if David Long Jr. misses time with that hamstring injury. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm, I think – Landon Roberts losing him, it does hurt more than, you know, a lot of us fans might think. I think he got a two-year deal worth $7 million. He's with the Steelers now, correct? Am I, am I wrong with that? Tackles it's so do- great because he's hears all this stuff about, oh, I hear this franchise is amazing. I will bet every dollar I've ever had in my life that Brian Flores said all that stuff. There's no oh. no doubt in my mind. Oh, for Sorry, sure. Josh. No, no, you're good. And I, I do think that David Long Jr., I mean, when I watched a tape of him at Tennessee, you know, when he's healthy, he, he can come down and play in the run game. Maybe not that huge hitter like Alandon Roberts is because I think that's what we all remember him by, right? Filling those holes and just absolutely annihilating running backs and ball carriers and things like that. And um, it's nice you brought up that he was decent in pass coverage because I was going to say that David Long Jr. was a pretty significant upgrade, but um, none of that matters, right? If David Long Jr. is not on the field, and I think that's what makes me feel, I'm going to say, a little queasy right now is the fact that heading into the year, I think heading into last year, you know, it's always been a linebacker position at defense. And you bring back some of these guys, Duke Riley, Andrew Van Ginkle, you know, a couple other guys. Then you let Alana Roberts go, a guy that has proven that he can be that run stuffer, can do a little bit of things in coverage, be that, um, you don't want to say, I guess, captain on the field. You mentioned Brian Flores, that type of presence in the middle of that field. So I, I do not like that he is gone, and I do wonder who's going to step in. I think David Long Jr. would obviously be that guy if he's healthy. I have Aubrey Miller written down, the undrafted unicorn from Jackson State, guy that can do a lot of those things too, tackle dudes into dudes, is physical, but he's an acorn. You know, if he makes the roster, he's probably on the practice squad, right? Channing Tindall, he can't spy worth a darn, and we've heard that, you know, he might be seeing his, you know, days numbered in Miami. And, um, you know, Andrew Van Ginkle is also that guy that, like Merrick said, could probably and should step into that role because when he is on the field, he plays with his hair on fire just like Landon Roberts did. So I don't like that Landon Roberts is gone at all. I have written down Reuben Foster too, right? I mean, we always talk about him. They're in my DMs talking crap. I mean, Reuben Foster would kind of be that guy that could be that presence in the run game, do a little bit in coverage, be that thumper. But, yeah, I think we're overlooking Landon Roberts being gone and – I just want to see someone step up because year after year, we're talking about this linebacker corpse and how they can get better. And I don't know that they did it, especially if David Long Jr. is not healthy. So going through this list of players, I'm curious, you know, we went, looked at some offensive guys. We looked at some defensive guys. Is there anyone we missed? The first one that jumps out to me, Eric Rowe, the tight end eraser. I, I think I even let this podcast down by not mentioning Eric Rowe to this point. Another flexible talented player in that secondary a veteran a leader guys how do you replace maybe this the situation where the dolphins often used three safeties as kind of a, a pseudo linebacker jalen ramsey okay jalen ramsey is your new tight end eraser with the emergence of cater kohu as as a stout cornerback i think those guys are interchangeable at least in the nickel and the boundary i, I don't think we're going to miss eric rowe 
uh, as much as, as maybe you do or maybe some people do. I think Jalen Ramsey does a lot of the things that Eric Rowe does, but he does them a lot better than Rowe did. Um, I think Rowe was a good player for the Dolphins, but I'm, I'm, I'm not going to think twice about him uh, after this podcast is done, more likely than not. Yeah, I kind of forgot we lost him, and I, I, I kind of liked Eric Rowe a lot when he was with the Dolphins. I have plenty of clips and cut-ups, you know, t- taking on cu- – Eric Rowe versus Zach Ertz, you know, different guys where he did go out there and erase those tight ends. And Merrick said Jalen Ramsey's going to step up into that role. We just better hope it's not one of those elite um, tight ends because I still have that image and that clip that's going around with Travis Kelsey uh, sending Jalen Ramsey straight to the shadow realm. So mm-hmm. I think we will might, I think we maybe will miss uh, Eric Rowe a little bit more than we thought. I think he's with the Carolina Panthers now. So wish him the best of luck. And I do think in Vic Fangio's defense, it needs, a bunch of guys at safety. I mean, having him back there would have definitely eased my um, concern. You know, we need Brandon Jones to come back healthy. If Brandon Jones is back healthy, I think that can help with the Atlanta Roberts situation, the Eric Rowe situation. He can help this defense so much. But, um, yeah, I miss Eric Rowe personally, and I wish him the best of luck with the Carolina Panthers. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. Thomas Morstead. Thomas right, Morstead. Uh Let's talk about how important he was in that victory against the Buffalo Bills in week three last year. Bump you months. know, the Dolphins, the Dolphins can't get out of their own end zone. They run, uh, they run Raheem Mostert. It's like first, first and 10 from their own one yard line. They run Raheem Mostert for no gain. They sneak to a Tonga Bailoa for no gain. That burns all the timeouts for the Buffalo Bills. And then inexplicably, instead of running the ball again to burn some more clock, Mike McDaniel runs a play-action pass that Von Miller sniffs out immediately, almost sacks two in the end zone for a safety. Tua tries to dump it off to Mostert, can't get it to him, ball's incomplete, stops the clock with like a minute 39. Morstead is forced to punt from his own end zone with only 10 yards of space when there's normally 15. We get the infamous butt punt right into Trent Sherfield's backside that does get the safety, but then Thomas Morstead's kickoff, which is essentially a punt after the safety, and not essentially, it is a punt after the safety. Thomas Morstead's kickoff all the way back to the Buffalo Bills, like seven yard line, and then the Dolphins tackle him before he even reaches the 25. If that kick doesn't happen and that punt, after the safety isn't as long as it is. I mean, he kicked the ball like 71, 72 yards in that scenario. If that doesn't happen, the Bills absolutely get within field goal range, and Tyler Bass probably kicks the game winner, and the Bills probably win that game in Miami by one point, and the Dolphins go 0-3 against the Bills that season, or they miss the playoffs entirely. I think Thomas Morstead was a great punter for the Dolphins last year, and I'm not sure Jake Bailey is going to be that guy. So, Morstead was awesome, right? I think he followed Josh. He retweeted a bunch of stuff Josh did. If you go look at his numbers, man, he was he he is not the Thomas Morstead that was on the Saints. He was great. It was really fun. The game where he just kind of sat on the sidelines on the bench and just kind of hold his arms together the whole time because I don't think the Dolphins punted in that game. I think I, I think I've seen enough Thomas Morstead in Miami. I'm gonna be completely honest. I get that the 71 yard punt was awesome. He was great at the coffin corners too. I will give yes. him his flowers that yeah. he knew that. But the second the Dolphins were punting the ball from their side of the field, I didn't think that he really lived up to what you wanted out of a punter. And who knew I'd be saying that what we expectations for a punter. 
But the only reason I think I like where the Dolphins are, I think Jake Bailey has something he wants to prove after that New England fiasco about the injuries and things like that. And worst case scenario, since Morstead is with the New York Jets now, worst case scenario, at least we have the, the son of a former Dolphins punter out there just kind of waiting for his opportunity. And yeah, I, we'll ahead. always have the butt punt. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say what Jake said. I just picture him on the sideline sleeping, and I can't say anything bad about Thomas Morstead because even though he's a Jet, he still follows me. But he, I think he started after I posted that picture of him as the uh, SpongeBob with the huge muscles. I was like, there's Thomas Morstead. Um, yeah, so I, I think they might have upgraded at punter. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and I think they might have upgraded at punter. Like, I, I don't I don't know shit about special teams. Um, <laughs> since we're talking about guys we might miss, can we throw Trent Sherfield out there? I mean, I know they brought in some receivers. They brought in uh, Robbie Chosen, who I'm going to hype up to be the next Randy Moss. He has kind of that hair, the Cynthia Pickles hair. Braxton Berrios. I mean, they brought in some receivers that are probably better than Trent Sherfield, but I think what he did in um, the run blocking and things like that, you know, downfield, is definitely going to be missed, but um, I really couldn't think of anybody else, so I had to throw Trent Sherfield out there because <laughs> you helped me transition that with the ass punt. Two quick questions. One, has Michael Dieter signed with a new team? I think Mike, Michael Dieter... Dieter, Dieter, Pumpkin Eater? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who John cares? Jenkins, did he? Because I miss him. Michael Dieter is a member of the Houston Texans. But, Merrick, you made an interesting point because we were talking about the difference between 7 mil and 4 mil in the DMs when talking about Delvin Cook. You see someone like John Jenkins sign with the Raiders, that, that's your backup tackle. You know, that that's the price range exactly you're looking for. Should we be concerned there, or do we feel that maybe some more acorns will pop up? Maybe you're just using – um. um uh, Raquan Davis more or situations like that. Do the Dolphins really need a backup defensive tackle since they had one right on their plate in big John Jenkins and, and just decide to go against it? I, I think they will get somebody. I think you'll look for when other teams, you know, make their cuts. You see if maybe somebody shakes loose. And I think it's going to be whoever the hell Vic Fangio wants. I think they gave Vic Fangio uh, the keys to the Lamborghini uh, on defense. And they said, dude, this is all you. Who do you want? We'll make it happen. I think he was, you know, I think he's going to be, he's going to handpick his his backup defensive tackle. So whoever Fangio wants, I think we're going to get that fella. Maybe some Akeem Hicks in Miami this upcoming season. I like that. And I'd be good. I know we talk, talked about before. I know people have talked about before. Nadam can sue. Bring him back to step on some players, smash some heads, things like that. I should have said John Jenkins. I had so many tweets. I had to look up how to spell John Jenkins, Jingleheimer Smith every time I tweet that out. But, you know, <laughs> he was that nice uh, depth piece of defensive tackle, made some plays in the backfield. So um, it does make you wonder why they let him go. But I think they will bring in a veteran defensive tackle. And, um, yeah, I think the Dolphins overall, though, they got better this season. Did they not? Final word. Do either of you guys have a final word? I have one, but I, I want to let you guys go first. Yeah, I got a final word. Muck. <laughs> Muck. My final word is nobody's going to miss Teddy Bridgewater. Fact. No, nope, no. Nope. That is it. That is all the time we have. We have breached that hour mark. So thank you guys all so much for listening to another Dolphins podcast. If you're just joining the show, we do things a little differently around here. The top thing, every time a new episode is released, at the top of your feed, you will see an entire episode of another Dolphins podcast. Right beneath that, we call that the third clip. That third clip, that is a unique clip that is not included in the podcast. So if you have 10 minutes, if you know you had Taco Bell for lunch and you're going to spend 15 minutes on the toilet, how about you hang with us during that? That is what we offer with that third clip. So guys, give us your 
I'd love to hear feedback on that third clip where it's a little smaller, the scope is a little smaller, but we're still trying to have a fun time. And I don't do this often, so I'm going to do it here. If you haven't, please, please, please hit that subscribe button. Leave a review. Those reviews help so much. They help other people find the show. We read them. Every single type of feedback we get, we take into consideration as we try to make the show better. But that is it. That is another Dolphins podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. Merrick, Josh, it was great to hang out with you guys. And most importantly, until next time, fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up. Fins up.